Hello and welcome to a new episode of The World of Company Secretaries. This is an interview show where we talk to company secretaries across the sectors to help you and inspire you in your journey. Joining us today is CS Prasanna Patil sir. Hello Prasanna sir, welcome to our show. Thank you very much. So we are very happy that you're here and you made time for this. Uh, before we go ahead, I want the audience to have a brief understanding of background of Prasanna sir. So let's have a brief profile of him. CS Prasanna Patil is an associate member of the Institute of Company Secretaries of India and he has been qualified in 2006. Besides that, he's a certified associate of the Indian Institute of Bankers. He's done his master's in finance. He's done his master's in accounting. And also in a degree level, he's completed his BBM. In terms of experience, he has a rich experience of almost 15 years. He's worked in different sectors, whether it is the IT sector, then the very interesting sector of sugar and power production. And now he's in Karnataka Bank. As you know, Karnataka Bank is a 96-year-old bank. It is listed in NSE and BSC. And all of us know it's a highly regulated sector. So the challenges of being a company secretary in one of the one of the oldest banks in India is very challenging and also interesting. So today we'll be learning from the rich experience of CS Prasanna Patil. So, sir, uh, welcome again. Uh, we are very happy that you're here. Uh, so the first thing we'd like to understand is uh, presently, what is the kind of role you have? Then we can move to how did you start CS and all that. So in brief, uh, what is it like to be the company secretary of Karnataka Bank? Yeah, uh, thanks Alok for this uh, sort of an interaction. Um, uh, let me first put the disclaimer um, as we do it professionally is that uh, the views expressed by me here are my personal experiences and uh, nothing to relate to any organization or uh, even my current employment. It is purely for the academic purpose and for knowledge sharing and sharing my experience so that it inspires people to do company secretary. So this is the only sole, uh, I would say, purpose behind uh, uh, you know, taking up this kind of uh, interaction. So with this, um, we'd like to begin. Uh, I've been the company secretary of uh, Karnataka Bank uh, since April 2017. Um, I'm still currently only on to it. Uh, prior to this, I was assistant company secretary in Karnataka Bank since 2012 until 2017. So I was in the back end for five, about five years. And now for, for the last four years, I've been as a, on the main role as company secretary. Uh, prior to this, um, I was working for a sugar, as you know, the sugar factory. Uh, sugar factory has multiple uh, roles to play. They generate sugar, they generate uh, molasses, they generate uh, electricity. They supply electricity to the states um, and also the industries. And also they generate liquor. So I have had a hands-on experience with that. Directly dealing with farmers, which is quite very unorganized sort of sector. And um, prior to that, I was in software company. So that is, it's a mix. Uh, earlier, it was a mix of uh, uh, entities. Uh, then it was MNC, multinational company. Uh, thereafter, it was unorganized sector. And now currently, a highly regulated uh, entity, which is, um, you know, a backbone of, uh, uh, you know, Indian financial system that is banking. So with this, I've uh, started my, I mean, uh, 
journey and I, I've just finished uh, around 15 years of experience. A uh, lot to learn. Uh, I've learned a lot and um, there are a lot of things um, which, I, I mean, you can say it's a treasure. And this role is going to give you a treasure. And the treasure is knowledge. And we should know how to apply it and then uh, how do we succeed out of it. So it's just a beginning and uh, we can, as we go on to uh, raise questions, I can go on. Uh, sure, sir. Definitely. I think uh, I like you told uh, right from IT to a sector like sugar, where you have to deal with little unorganized sector, then with the highly regulated sector of banking. So <laughs> that your experience is very nice in about 15 years you've done. But this is one question we ask all our guests. Despite being the company secretary of a top bank like Karnataka Bank, there should have been a day where you did not know about the word company secretary. So how did you take this course and how did you get to know? Um, I started my journey when I was, uh, I did my degree and uh, I was uh, very much aiming to join IIM. So that was my dream. And the uh, third year of my degree, I started joining the, um, you know, academic uh, um, examination courses, uh, uh, you know, rapid test courses and all this only to see that um, I somehow wanted to get into one of the top universities for master's degree. And that was my dad dreams as well. So uh, that's one reason where I actually wanted to pursue my career of being MBA or sort of master's in finance itself. Uh, but before I begin, I just wanted to make a statement is that since my uh, 12th standard, I have been doing only commerce. So it's not that I have taken initially science and then I moved to the commerce background. So no, but after 10th, I've been sure short about what I wanted to do in my life. And therefore it was very clear for me. Nobody pressurized me that what I should take or should not take. Um, so that kind of uh, environment was available. So from 10th, after 10th, 12th degree, master's degree, everything is finance and commerce. So that's one good stream I had. But at the end of uh, third, uh, third year degree, I was going through this written test examinations of a couple of banks just to become, you know, join as a scale one officer and just become one of the banker. Then try this uh, IAM examinations. I tried, of course, I could not succeed. Um, I tried twice. Uh, the score was improving, but I had no uh, sort of uh, time gap available for me to do experiment anymore. And at the same time, I had to join master's degree. So I joined master's degree. During master's degree, there was... Uh, the course itself is Masters in Finance and Accounting. It was a blend of courses uniquely done by the Bangalore University earlier. Um, it was actually um, a mix of uh, CA, CS and CWA. So all the cru uh, uh, crucial elements of these three courses were mixed up and they made it as a master's degree. So it was not a PG degree, but it's a master's certificate. So uh, that led me to take up the next step was company secretary. So it was two year full time. The second year, uh, when I touched my master's degree, um, I enrolled myself to CS. Uh, but after finishing my master's, suddenly I got a job in call center. Back then, you know, when you are a youngster and if somebody gives you a huge amount of a salary, you would you would immediately jump to it. You don't want to look at, be a, you know, sort of uh, asking a bargaining chief with your dad to ask for a pocket money. So if somebody is going to give you more than that, then probably you would like to take that chip. So I took that decision and then uh, it didn't run for long. Um, contact centers and all, of course, you know, they're all process oriented ones. I'm fortunate to learn a lot of processes there, but um, 
it was it was um, you know you can't grow beyond a limit so that was the end point i actually got because the master's degree taught me so many things um, it was very good course so i could get a little bit of understanding of where should i become so i said this is not done i should not be like this ye mujhse nahi hoga i can't do this anymore you know you can't keep on working like a process executive at the lower end and after 3 years you will get promoted as a team lead and then after 3 years there was no short of so you learned a lot of things in masters degree but you cannot apply you can't get an headroom to apply i'm not saying that we should get a vice president job but at least you should be an assistant to vice president to see <laughs> what you learn is more mature so that was i was anticipating so this pocket money was ended up in some time and then uh, i quit from that and then i told my dad saying dad i will finish my cs and then i will start working then he asked me one question are you serious about it because your time is running you need to be employed um uh, you need to be uh, think from the family's perspective i know that there will be a lot of pressure for uh, guys is that you know you should after finishing your degree or master's degree you should immediately get a job if, only if you get a job then you will get a girl or you will be able to get an alliance so that you will get married you will raise children so the, it is quite natural that the parents Uh, you know they would expect this kind of no matter what uh, a scale of income it is even whether they are rich or medium class or poor class it doesn't matter but they most of the time 99% of the uh, age group even if there are businessmen i'm sure they would have seen their children they wanted it to get some job so that they will get some girl so these are the anticipations which we need to keep it in mind in respect of parents so i had no choice but to give them a timeline and saying give me 3 years time or 4 years time if i don't do anything i will join some company so that uh, i will not trouble you so my parents were um, comfortable enough to say that you know okay this guy is determined to do something so we'll relieve him so i joined the course and then i joined the intermediate classes in bangalore uh, the ic chapter institute bangalore chapter used to conduct classes so i made couple of friends there and then you know we started writing intermediate examination back then it was called as intermediate and final correct yeah so there were the eight papers in the intermediate uh, a group uh, two groups of four papers each and uh, nine papers in final uh, three papers each in one module three three modules um so i had 17 papers to write Uh, because of master's degree uh, i had some kind of an experience of what the papers would look like so i was i'm very fortunate to say so because uh, the meaning of accounting standards back then there were only uh, you know as they were called as as accounting standards 28 or 29 back then so i vividly remember that uh, when i learned about in master's degree but when i immediately started learning them in the company secretaryship course it was not so difficult for me to digest and go forward so that is one fortunate thing so all the subjects were not so difficult because of two reasons one is um, the analytical skills required to grasp things in the paragraph or in the subject uh, you will be taught in the iim written examinations so you would you will have you know two three pages ka comprehensive reading and then you need to answer it within two hours time out of that comprehensive will give you only 15 minutes so you got to do speed reading all these things i had learned earlier so this was not useful for me in joining any reputed college 
but they were useful in in you know applying them in the uh, in, in a different scenario and i could succeed uh, with this background and uh, knowledge that i had from masters degree and finance so uh, of course um, there was a little bit of overconfidence which usually comes up uh, when you are in you know uh, when you don't know what is the meaning of failure because one thing in india we can say is uh, until uh, degree or master degree or even higher up um, we would have never seen a fail the word called fail uh, in our certificates or one or two paper subject fail and all that we would have never seen especially in commerce graduates or even up to 10 standard probably nobody would like to see that they were fail so one probably i would say it's a back end uh, process which is already there in our mind comfort zone i would say or a subconscious mind is that we will not fail so <laughs> so when we say this that we will not fail uh, that's the confidence initially the students move towards okay see us no okay let's find and uh, let's do it so when they start doing it um, you know i similar way i did it and when i wrote um, um, there were two groups both the groups i wrote and uh, one group i cleared because it was Uh, comfortable for me the second group had tax laws and the tax laws and um, financial management were clubbed to i mean in sense tax laws is 100 financial management is 100 um these two were clubbed up in the same group and it was very tough uh, group to clear to go to finance so uh, i was very confident i still remember a guru uh, who is a company secretary in bangalore and he is a practicing company secretary there Uh, after writing these two uh, modules he asked me he asked all the students at that point of time he said prasan um, what's your uh, confidence level i know i was in my playful mood to say yeah i'm uh, pretty confident that i will clear both the groups i'm okay with it he asked me one question which i could not digest back then was that you know what if you don't clear and um, i was you know the blunt answer from me is uh, there is no chance of that i have not thought about it and uh, i don't even think about it and uh, you will not believe that was my first such uh, failure uh, as i saw the results uh, only one group was cleared and another one was failed um, in tax law i got a very horribly low which i would have never dreamt in my life uh, back then again uh, the same group called me i call him guru because he is the one who led me how to work towards it and he called me he said personally he called me he said prasan i believe you failed in the second module what's the reason so i told him sir this is a score i got in each of every subject then he said that means you are good in fm financial management uh, but looks like you are not so comfortable with uh, income tax i said no sir in degree i have learned tax i have learned it in masters degree i am not bound to fail in this this was my you know attitude that you will usually get okay <laughs> and um, but with that he said no no company secretary course is not like your degree course or masters degree so that one lesson that they learned is that we can't take uh, things for granted and we need to be a little bit more serious about it yeah and um, when we say serious it's not a question of uh, keep on rectifying things it's more of common sense analytical skills application of knowledge that you have learned gather information and experience from the seniors all these things counts so it's not about one aspect mm. of okay you are, you one person may be having a very good photogenic memory but i think um you know 
he should also know how to apply it at the right time so what is the right time is your examination so that's more important as you were speaking actually there are two things which uh, i think all our viewers should really uh, take note of one is you are telling yes it was quite attractive to go to a bpo but you also mentioned that uh, there's really no growth over there in the long term and uh, that is one thing which we need to take note of and the second thing is uh, you were very frank in saying that yes you did have a tough time with one of the groups and that overconfidence which you had and later you were able to clear it so everybody goes through this even uh, somebody who's been in a very top position now everybody would have gone through that sir uh, now that you told us about your uh, student journey uh, can you tell us a little bit about the cs training time uh, so where did you do the training and how was that experience again i'm very fortunate to say that you know the more you get you know the tougher situations for you the more stronger you would become and the more confident you become Yes. the only skill required is that i want to survive and i want to sustain it's not a race here because today who's successful might be failure tomorrow today whoever is failure today might be successful tomorrow and it's the journey keeps going around it's not that you know it's a one time cycle so today you would be successful tomorrow you're failure day after tomorrow you're successful again a failure this keeps coming up and down it doesn't matter but you will be away from it uh, once you see that okay you can get over with both that is more important so when i say this with this background is from the angle of uh, as a trainee i was given i worked under the titan industries limited um, under the leadership of uh, uh, madam uma uh, usha ayengar uh, she is in bombay currently uh, she was um, a phenomenal guru for me to teach lot of um, uh, things about uh, financial management and also about uh, the uh, legal aspects Uh, waiting of documents and all that. Uh, she was uh, associated with Tata for a couple of time, and she had a lot of experience. And Tata is, uh, I must, I mean, I can just say that uh, Tata's group companies have a lot of code of conduct to follow. So they are the very good companies to work for. Uh, I much I uh, that much I can say because I worked there. Uh, in my 15 months journey, I worked under training uh, training under Madam uh, Usha Anger, and uh, initially I was given the basic work. it is which is quite okay because uh, initially when you join as a trainee they will not give you everything crucial so they will just gauge your experience and knowledge understanding your how much you know how much you can apply your mind and all that so based on that they will start slowly giving up more and more responsibility so do not expect you know overnight getting you a huge amount of responsibility because you just finish your cs center or midway through and you are eligible to become trainee so you you will get a very crucial job sometimes you will get only the data entry job or only the uh, raw jobs that is okay after that sometime um, i wrote my cs final back then there was an advantage of writing cs final and uh, i took a risk of uh, writing all the nine papers together that is all the three groups at one shot uh, the reason i took was uh, there were two uh, i mean um, two reasons for it one is that i will not be allowed to take more than 45 days leave in a year uh, which is again this i think it's a standard statement even now also the other thing is um, i cannot go on you know uh, doing the same thing like you know i used to get 2 hours in the morning 2 hours in the evening I, um, you know i used to catch two two buses to go to that station and come back 
so during that time um, i used to go you know it was little expensive for me back then but i used to afford it to see that you know catch an volvo bus because back then in bangalore the volvo buses are like air conditioned most comfortable hardly any crowd used to be there so i used to get a seat sit there and not much of bumpy ride so sit there and you we should be able to read books you will not believe i used to read morning one chapter evening one chapter by the time go home at night and make a notes of morning chapter and evening chapter so both i used to do so that was the time management which i did uh, it was a little bit tough time because we had lot of things in the office to do at the same time even in uh, you know come back home and then do all this uh, circus and um, once i uh, attempted my all the three groups and i'm fortunate to say that i've uh, cleared all the three groups in one attempt and uh, once i cleared that uh, the the boss was quite happy and um, she gave me a lot of responsibilities because there was another i think 6 to 8 months left for the uh, the training uh, but then she started giving me a lot of crucial jobs to work for uh drafting of uh, agreements uh, crucial agreements waiting them and uh, looking at companies act drafting of notices uh, drafting of contents in annual report not all but some parts of the contents of annual report and um, looking at the agendas and how you are sequentially organizing them all these things were like given to me as a responsibility and i could deliver it also sometimes i used to make mistakes she used to correct me uh whenever i had a doubt on legality said why it should be for example there is a covenant of jurisdiction there is always a fight for a jurisdiction in the agreement uh when it comes to disputes is that uh, whether you know I, if i am a client or a you know if i am at the receiving end i will have to accept whatever the jurisdiction of the other guy is saying so no matter even if it is singapore i will have to accept but if i am at the giving end i will define what is my jurisdiction so these are the ones which she taught me about how to define them how to negotiate them in words this is very basic you know at that point of time nobody will um go so depth to teach you all this that helped me out in improving my um, uh, drafting skills so this was about my training journey yes sir. so in the training uh, i think uh, what you spoke i'm sure many who are watching this uh, should take a leap out of it that is in the training period it was not easy but you used to study on the bus in the morning and in the evening then again go back late and make notes as you said it was somewhat like a circus but it was really worth it because you could clear all the three modules in your first attempt and like you told you had a great boss who taught you wonderful things so as you were completing training how yeah, just, how, how did you feel point. yes Sorry. please i just want to mention one point is yes that there is something called as comfort zone Uh, yeah. back then you figured a stipend of some 6000 plus and uh, the comfort zone is is that you want to save money you have to take a local bus but you want to afford it for the future investment probably you have to spend it then so there is no both things coming up colliding together in one point of time it's not that all the time but sometimes you know for the mid income group people you will have to have this sort of in in hindi they call it as jugaad the reason why i am saying this is because um, you know i have to spend it to see that i get the comfort of reading and time and effort which i cannot afford to do in any other time so if i can buy it from the if i can buy it by paying money where is the question of comfort exactly right? so we need to keep that in mind that 
the comfort is not from the um, point of view of what money can buy or what money can't buy. It's a purely a trade-off between what is required for you at that point of time to balance it. Yeah. So, like you are also mentioning that it was more about the time management and like you use the word jugad, which really helped you to sail <laughs> through that period. Yeah. So, as we go further, as you were finishing your training and you are qualified, so what did you see as the future? Like, did you think of which sector you want to get into or what the future lies ahead for a company secretary like you? So, what was your thought process then? Um. Immediately as uh, as I finished my CS, um, I had three offers in my hand. As soon as I finished, I had three offers because uh, I was triple qualified. Back then, you know, there were not much of, um, uh, so much of qualification lined up uh, in, in early uh, 2000, uh, probably 2006 or 2007. Uh, I had become MBA as well as uh, the CS. And I also almost finished my LLB papers also because it will be not much of a difficulty yeah. when you do CS. So LLB also almost I had finished. So you will have four qualifications and the resume looks good. So I had three offers in my hand. Uh, one from software, one from uh, uh, the manufacturing industry. And the third one is from a practicing company secretary asking me to join him as a partner. Uh, he was quite sure that I was knowledgeable and he's his confidence that uh, my experience will, you know, um, I can do something which we together can do uh, something really good. So first thing he did was he came to my house and he offered saying that, you know, congratulations, my, uh, you know, uh, I'm opening up my, uh, uh, you know, firm to you for joining. Um, but, you know, again, we have a race in terms of joining the company. Now CS is over. Again, I have a responsibility to my parents to say, that, okay, unless you join a company, you don't have salary, you will not get, you know, you will not be able to define your future. So <laughs> this is another issue which we need to solve. So with this proposition in mind, I said, I let me take up a company. So back then, the more importance was given towards software company. So naturally, I chose a software company. So that's why I went on to join a, a software company as an assistant company secretary there. Uh, I did that for about uh, one and a half years or so. And um, yeah. Yes, sir. So you went to the software and uh, that was a, a nice thing. Like you said, uh, it was the parents who were preferring that you go to a company and you did that. Now, what is very interesting uh, in your journey is the sugar and power. Like you said, it's a little unorganized, but also very challenging. Not many will take that challenge because... Me, myself, being a company secretary and having so many friends and seniors, many people get such options, but they really don't take it. How did you decide from software, which is so polished, and going to a sugar industry? How did you take that decision? And how was your time there? What kind of experiences were there? I can assure you one thing, uh, Alok, is um, you will um, all the company secretaries would have gone through some uh, situation in their life or they might go through also. Um, that, you know, you will have to take up, uh, you know, do, a, I mean, uh, make or deal. So in a sense, you will have to uh, sometimes take a hard steps or hard decisions. Um, sometimes organizations take, sometimes the employees will have to take. I also get calls now with my equivalent experienced people saying that, 
um, you know, uh, I want to quit. I want to join another company. I'm frustrated. This, that, and all. And, you know, it, this is part of the life. So you can't say that I'm all the time happy 365 days, 24 bar 7. I think that's very incorrect to say so. Okay. And um, again, uh, being a youngster at that point of time, um, at the age of 26 or 27 or so, I decided it's better to move on. So I moved on. Fortunately, the company was able to help me out. And then uh, parallelly, there was an offer from another company from uh, sugar and uh, power industry. Uh, it was again a remote location far away from Bangalore, 450 or 500 kilometers away from Bangalore. Um, I went there. Uh, they saw me. They had an interview. And they said, why do you want to come to this organization? It was the toughest question which they asked. Um, of course, I had attended more than 20 interviews, so it doesn't matter for me to give a truth what was to be given. So that helped me to answer them. They selected me. They gave me a job. The, the, the choice is, why did I select? The question is, why did I select this? Uh, where I can get uh, many other companies in Bangalore? Of course, yes. If I could wait for some more time, I will get better uh, you know, deals in Bangalore also. Doesn't matter. But I somewhat felt that, you know, um, when there is an offer like having multiple entities and it's a very small organization, 750 plus employees and uh, company secretary is not only the role of company secretary, there was a central excise, taxation, accounting, financial management. You will not believe all those things I could get, you know, experience. So there will be some sort of um, dilemma in the, you know, just now past company secretaries that should they join a large entity as a listed entity and become an assistant CS to learn things or should they join a smaller company so that they will get the basket of, um, you know, every other process like finance, accounts, taxation, legal, one or the other process. For that matter, one of my uh, friends is also handling head HR. So you, know, you never know what kind of uh, roles that you will get into uh, when you join a small organization. So I felt that that's a better option to learn because it's the most complicated industry. Um, uh, when it comes to liquor, beverages, it is highly regulated entity. And uh, when it comes to sugar, again, it is regulated by, but a little bit of politics also there because there's a lot of farmers involved. Every sugar factory takes care of, I think, uh, to my understanding, 15,000 plus farmers. Oh. So, plus 700 to 800 employment. And um, it is only seasonal. Like only six months in a year it works. Another six months it doesn't work. So, it was highly unorganized. And uh, you can't have like, you know, the systems, processes, rules. All the time functioning for you at your level. Back then it was not possible. Today it's possible because you have technology to monitor and all that. Uh, earlier it was not the case at all. We Having mobile phone itself back then in office itself was a privilege. That to feature phone, not this smartphone and all that. So, <laughs> giving, given that situation, managing all those processes was quite interesting. Uh, the boss, the owner of that factory, uh, could quickly grasp my request. I mean, you know, uh, what I can do, what I cannot do. Immediately started giving me all the jobs and um, uh, finance, accounting, taxation balance sheet management, um, you know, uh, going to the uh, banks to prepare project reports, expansion reports, everything was given to me. So in order to prepare, you know, there was an expansion project going on. They wanted to expand the plant. 
so they said oh, dpr preparation is done by one of the technical evaluation companies with t they are usually called as tvs uh, technical evaluating companies uh, like midcon and all that uh, but when they prepare the notes when they prepare these project reports you will have to read it so i had an experience in degree for preparation of project reports i had an experience of preparing uh, the uh, in in masters degree preparation of project report so i could get what is the meaning of project report so read everything but not only reading understand the process what sugar factory is all about how much sugar sugar cane goes in how much will come out as sugar how much will come out as bagasse how much production of power can happen where you can save how much money you can make see for example when you see the dpr the detailed project report is given to the banker the banker will come for an inspection when they want to give you a loan who will explain to them so either the finance side has to explain technical team has to explain but actually i am very fortunate to say the boss gave me such kind of a liberty saying that you go on to explain every time a banker came i used to take them around to the entire plant explain them pin to pin process they used to ask me what is this process why do you have such a big silo why do you have this machine why don't you have this he was already experienced but he wants to ask me questions so it's a sort of an interview so as soon as he knows okay there is a key managerial personnel who knows the process so the fundamental is not only after joining the company secretary as doing your secretarial function you should also know the business in which you are you should digest the business so that you should be able to provide your support services whenever it is required you never know which opportunity will come and knock your door for which process of which head so we need to know the processes so it's not about your not only about knowing the laws and compliance but also about the business if we do not know the business if we do not know the expectation of the bosses or the business owners to whom under whom we are employed it becomes a bit difficult because you know their expectation is profit management your expectation is to compliance management so there is a trade off between both and you see a lot of even in newspapers also you see a lot of failures uh, in large organizations happening you see failures in small organizations you see successes happening in smaller organizations multiple times you know in the recent past there are a couple of ipos which have you know um, uh, today their tradeability is multiple x times you can't even imagine how at what rate they have gone through so these are all things which will the industries will go through but it's all about the bosses and their expectation plus the compliance aspect so then learning the finance taxation central excise back then you, we didn't have this gst concept there was such a complicated process of central excise and customs so central excise had a n number of notifications applicable for us uh, we had to defend them there were a lot of notices coming up we had to answer them we had to give a draft reply of course there will be consultants but every other notice it used to be on my table saying and they used to write saying cs underline for your information so everything <laughs> it comes to me only for reading see that what answer i can give it makes lot of learning so accept what comes you will be able to gain more yeah i think uh, another thing which is really interesting is that uh, like you were telling if you are ready you take a multiple opportunities because the last thing somebody would think is 
a company secretary knowing about the business and even explaining the detailed project report at the plant to the bankers. So if you are ready, the opportunities will knock. I think that message is very clear for us. So now that you have worked in IT, then a wonderful experience in a, a sugar industry, which has different kinds of role. And also you told you did not just secretarial, but everything under the sun, yeah. finance or banking and all that. Then when we talk about this, when was that uh, time when you made a shift to banking industry, which is a huge uh, step in your career? Um, again, you know, it's another, um, I would say uh, there was, um, I wanted to take a break because it was, um, I had roughly about two and a half, three years experience back then uh, in the sugar factory. I had a lot of uh, varieties of experiences, varieties of process related experience. But um, I wanted to come back to Bangalore, instead myself. And I took a risk of coming back. Um, so I took a break for some time. And uh, finally, uh, there was an offer from uh, this present organization for a secondary role. And I took that role uh, to learn about banking. So I was looking for multiple roles, for example, basically I was looking for a um, uh, back then, again, today also, the one of the important uh, um, industries today is, uh, my, you know, biotechnology. I was looking for some sort of industries to join. Um, or chemical industry. These were my areas to look for uh, because I had some knowledge about, I already gained a knowledge about, you know, sugar um, <laughs> power distillery, how the production, distillery, how the production works, uh, how the, you know, um, liquor is generated, produced, and uh, how it's bottled, how it's sold, what is the supply chain management. So I wanted to go a little bit further. So I took a risk. I came back to Bangalore, waited for some time to see some companies. Uh, but then um, uh, when this offer came up, then I took this offer, uh, the secondary role to banking. Uh, with the only intention is to see that, you know, banking will have a lot of such industries coming up for loans. So we would get to know what the business is. See, my uh, crux in, uh, uh, you know, uh, way of looking at the job is no businesses, N-O-W, no, the businesses. That is an important factor as a company secretary. So uh, we need to know businesses. Then only we can support or give our support as a compliance officer. Um, of course, there is a mandate requirement for the companies. We have the cost to the companies if you're taking care of only as a company secretary. But uh, knowing businesses is more important for us to give our better services. So that's one reason which, uh, you know, fueled my idea that, okay, I want to join uh, this bank. And I joined in for first five years. Uh, I learned a lot of things under my boss. He was a nice guru for me. He taught me a lot of things. And uh, um, the software company was MNC. So they had, uh, you know, system-driven, uh, you know, uh, system-driven sort of activities. The second phase was sugar and power industry, 50-50. Um, and... When I came to banking, it was more of process-driven. You know, mm -hmm. there is an RBS circular, you need to follow it. So, you have some framework. It's not only about systems, but also there is a process. So, a lot of processes were driven. Uh, you need to work towards uh, compliance to those RBS circulars. So, we, were, we are regulated by multiple regulators. One is Reserve Bank, one is... Uh, 
Companies Act, another one is SEBI because we are listed. Um, so during the process, I could gain a lot of experience about what processes are, why there is so much of importance for process. Because the industry is such, the process is important. Sometimes it looks longer or lengthy, but um, it is in order to protect the entire system, the processes have been implemented. We have to follow them. In, in, in promoter-based companies, you can expect some sort of, you know, shortcuts. Uh, but in, 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 in financial entities or banking, uh, there are no shortcuts. We have to follow the process. We have mm -hmm. to go through the process. So that I could learn. Okay. So now, uh, as you are telling about uh, the different kind of regulators and the nature of the job, I'm sure is quite challenging. But just to get an idea for the viewers, how does your average day look like? Because I'm sure it's quite a busy day. But on average, generally, what are the kind of things which you do on a day? Um, let me begin with one statement is um, that once you take up CS course, um, there is a mentality for the degree students to or master's degree students to, um, you know, um, thinking that, okay, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, you have a weekends. Um, there is no such thing called as weekend once you grow up the ladder. Take it from me, uh, all the listed entity company secretaries or any other, you know, top-notch uh, uh, leaders will agree with me that there is no Saturday and Sunday for us. There is no holiday for us. Whenever we want, we will be given the liberty because they trust us so much that wherever we are, we are able to deliver. But in order to reach that stage, you need to, you know, build yourself to that level. So, you know, uh, so once you start, start taking up the course of company secretary, um, okay, Monday to Friday, I'll study. Saturday, I'll go out. Sunday, it's a relaxing time. Uh, friends, brothers, engagement is there. Ye hai, wo hai. So these things, I think we'll have to cut down until you become serious. Is to see that, you know, every Saturday, Sunday is not seen as a holiday time. But it's a working day. So you work seven days a week. People will say, no, no, you will mentally get fatigue or, uh, you know, you need a relaxation. Of course, you can take a break. It's not that you can't take a break. But you need to buckle up yourself to say that, you know, you are making yourself, you know, uh, you are expressing informally to your management to say that you are available all the time. That's the confidence which will help them to, you know, take work from you. It's not that you have to work all the time. So coming back to the question of how many hours or how what the day would look like is average will be roughly about 12 hours every day. Um, uh, there is no Saturday or Sunday. Even on Saturday, Sundays, I work. It's not that I, I, there is a lot of spillover, but there are so many processes. Uh, I'm sure many other uh, banking fraternity companies secretaries would agree with me. There are a lot of processes which uh, sometimes will come in the year end, sometimes will come in the half year end, sometimes will come in the quarter end. So all these things, you have multiple regulators, multiple filings to do. Uh, not that my juniors won't do it. Even if they do it, it is always my duty to cross check um, what they're filing, whether it is in the same, you know, in tandem what we file. With all these things, we would still see that there are a lot of failures from my side also. So I cannot say that um, there are no failures. Uh, we can't afford to say so because uh, uh, otherwise you will not see 
uh, in the newspaper saying that the sebi has penalized a particular company secretary or uh, <laughs> company has paid this penalty to this organ i mean this regulator or company has been fined for this in spite of doing all this that means compliance cost is there is a cost for the compliance but the com- the cost for the non compliance is 10 times than or maybe much higher than the compliance cost yet there will be a lot of frameworks there will be conflicts between the regulators um, you know sebi says one reserve bank says one companies act says one but in companies act of course there is one headroom saying listed entities will follow sebi lodr so to that extent we will end up following the uh, listed requirements sebi lodr but we have one more regulator who says beyond that <laughs> so <laughs> so these things are you know we need to keep in mind and we have a time and effort based uh, schedule mm-hmm. um one more thing is in terms of other listed entities are concerned um you know uh, generally i'm saying promoter based industries are concerned usually for the such listed entities you will have between uh, four to six or six to eight meetings in a year uh, board meetings plus the committee meetings put together maybe around 10 to 12 meetings or maybe 14 meetings at the most yeah. um but in our case what happens is for not everything the board can meet so you can go and check, check with any other company i mean banks you will see that there will be a subcommittee for credit sanction so it will meet almost like a monthly basis so when you ask me the number of meetings you can go and check my annual report you will find that um, at least there will be 50 meetings in a year so if you ask me secretarial standards we need to follow for all the 50 meetings uh plus minutes action taken report plus rbi compliance routine sebi mca you know and on top of it um, in 2016 the bank came out with a rights issue so if there is a rights issue or a qip like in last year we took a qips uh, resolution approval uh, the due diligence process starts prior to that rights issue once we declare for rights issue then there will be a due diligence process which will start so if it starts then again 3 months is very crucial you need to give last 5 years data you need to maintain everything and give them so as i said it's process driven paper driven so because of these reasons our uh, entire day will be always occupied in addition to it there will be couple of other um, you know uh, calls coming up asking from the you know uh, former companies and um, even the mean uh, board board members either they want to guide us or they want to take guidance on certain you know companies act related or sebi requirement related um, this morning also came call, i mean i received a call from another uh, company independent director uh, relating to the you know schedule 4 implementation of schedule 4 of the companies that which you know you know you never know which kind of call will come for asking for guidance so we will always be ready with it yeah so actually that brings me to the next question uh, as you were explaining uh, this question has two parts the first part is what do you think are the three four key skills to make sure that you do your job properly with full confidence because like you said multiple regulators and so many meetings and making sure that everything is in order we can't miss a single thing so what are the three four important skills the second part of the question is how do you update yourself because whether it is the new laws the amendments or our existing secretarial standards we have to keep updating ourselves with the new circulars and regulations which come from rbi and sebi 
So this is a little long question, but if you could explain both of this. Yeah. The first part is uh, what are the key skills required for us to sort of maintain this key post. First yes. one, I would say first one, a very important one is the uh, people management. Uh, when I say people management, you have uh, your your you know um, your subordinates or colleagues, your staff who will be reporting to you. You need to manage you know manage them. You need to be friendly with them so that you you need to you know divide the roles and responsibilities to see that you know what you are supposed to get out of them. You should be able to get out of them. One second thing is you are as a people management again you have your bosses. Um, as we grow up the ladder, we will not have one boss, but we will have multiple bosses. When I say multiple bosses, um, one is the managing director, we will have a chairman, you will have directors. Out of that, you have audit committee chairman who would be independent. So he is also another boss because when it comes to audit committee, he has his own uh, you know, X and Ys to say so. Um, not only in this company, but I have seen in, a, I know, in my even unorganized sector also, uh, the audit committee chairman will, will be like another boss. So you have another set of things. So the directors are sort of bosses. Shareholders are bosses because you go and uh, you have some expectations to fulfill uh, as a from the or for and on behalf of the management. So they are all bosses. We have regulators as bosses. When I say so in terms of SEBI LODR, compliance is okay. But in RBI, there will be a lot of interaction with the regulators on an ongoing basis. So even their expectation is they will send the query immediately they want an answer so that also happens we share um, experiences we share knowledge with them they share their experience and knowledge with us so as to fine-tune everything so this is this goes on an ongoing basis what is important is first skill is people management how friendly you are how welcoming you are is more important because that is when you will be able to receive a lot of queries and you don't know the answer it is fine but you should be able to explore it, give an answer back. Then, you know, people will start coming to you. So don't have an expectation that, okay, why should I share my knowledge? That won't work. Today's world is very, very easy. Go to, you know, in the internet, you will get everything. Why would somebody call you to ask this guidance? Because they know that this person gave a more accurate sort of um, Expert experience, opinion. added experience with the knowledge use more clarity towards what could be the best judgment. So that is more important. So for that reason, you need to you know upgrade your skills. So that is the second uh, important skill required is upgrade your skills. When I say upgrading skills, it's not about only the knowledge of the law, but also understanding the, you know, uh, hidden meanings which are, you know, behind such implementation. You should understand why did that law came into picture? Why there is a, so much of lock-in for related party transactions? Why there is so much uh, you know, lock-in for acceptance of deposits or uh, raising you know, uh, NCDs or convertible debentures or whatever debentures as such? Why there is so much of conditions that we need to follow? Because there is some strategy behind it. So you need to see that whether your company is um, capable and can withstand that load then only you can think of it. So it's more of financial management, which is more important. So from that angle, so first scale is people management, how friendly you are, how quickly you will be able to talk to them, get the you know information or, uh, you know, see, sometimes we make mistakes. It's not that we don't make mistakes, but 
you should be able to quickly go back to them and say apologize uh, we made this mistake can you please uh, pardon us it doesn't matter because you know you are in the process of doing things correctly so it's quite natural that you will have little bit of spillover when you have so much of things in the plate and uh, second thing is about you know upgrading your skills i'll come back to it in the second part of your uh, question and the third thing is your time management um you will learn it when you do your cs course but uh, when you <laughs> join an organization when the in you know there is a saying that you know uh, uh, expectation inflates expectation so once you meet a particular expectation uh, your the expectation from you will inflate so you will be asked to do double job or maybe triple job that's how you know you would have seen couple of vice presidents and come big time company secretaries they have grown up only when they have expressed this confidence yes i can do this so so that's one other thing so you need to be always mentally prepared for it so in order to do so you need to know how to prioritize your things you need to know how to prioritize your uh, responsibilities and also the time management time management is very crucial um when i say 8 to 10 meetings in a year in a listed entity they would find it pretty comfortable imagine if i do 30 40 meetings in a year <laughs> um uh, you can imagine my time schedule so Definitely. if you ask me for the entire financial year we will be blocking the dates barring for those results ones we will be blocking all the dates for all uh, so if you ask me until march 2022 my dates are all booked hmm okay yes sir so, so these are the important how do you upgrade yourself and update yourself yeah um there are various ways which you can think of um, of course everybody has it in their plate one is your whatsapp group you will keep on getting lot of updates some one or the other guy will keep on forwarding the links today if there is a circular from a particular regulator immediately within half an hour one hour it will start popping in that is all fine but um, if you work as a practicing company secretary or if you work as a um you know listed entity company secretary or even for that matter any company secretary it is always prudent to have some sort of a software tool compliance management related ones which will keep on giving you a daily basis or a weekly basis what are the updates coming up from various regulators it could be gst income tax uh, sebi and companies act rbi all these things will come back as a compendium that is more important because whatever you see in your whatsapp group they are all piece meals today it comes it goes out so so that is one important thing is to have a software tool another thing is if uh, the company secretaries are being being paid well enough then it doesn't matter even if you pay from your personal pocket to get that personal email it doesn't matter because it's almost it's just like you're polishing yourself so you need to invest yourself right so it doesn't matter so it's not a question of money it's a question of you being right you are trying to be right so for that reasons even if it is if you are paying from your pocket it doesn't matter subscribe to it to see that you know you get the update of all these uh, rules and regulations and circulars that is one second thing is as soon as it comes i download it and um, what i do is we usually take up our rough sheets for all the earlier printouts which are not required and i take a print market on a word to word on a pencil to see is there any hidden meaning into it this circular so of course some people would have been dependent on laptops to work on 
and some people work on ipad also that is also there with me but when it comes to laws and upgradations i still follow the conventional method of you know like a student i take the print out on a rough sheet not on a fair sheet take on a rough sheet and then mark it i even have a printer at home and also papers at home at my own expense i take a print out and see that i make mark one by one with pencil like a student make a notes out of it i have a diary there make a note out of it to remember it because you can't remember everything in this world and every day there is a new circular coming up for a different regulator it becomes very difficult but in order to remember all these things this the only conventional way to remember all these things is by by way of you know uh, you know you know taking a print out making notes out of it just like a studentship so i am not i cannot say that i am not a student i am i am a student mm-hmm. um after completing cs you are a you know more polished student that's all i can say <laughs> So you, you, you no, that's actually a very interesting anecdote, sir. I'm sure this will really inspire a lot. In fact, uh, many people say that uh, we should just study in the laptop only. But still, as you said, to understand the law, it is always better to take a printout. Of course, like you said, on a rough sheet and understand the true intention of the law, where it is coming from. That was a very interesting anecdote, sir. Uh, going uh, further, uh, a little different tangent. I want to ask. Uh, because you have been seeing different sectors it then sugar and uh, then uh, power generation then the banking sector for someone who's been around for 15 years or more where do you see the company secretary profession going and where do you think it can go if all the company secretaries equips themselves with different skills uh it's a very tricky question of course <laughs> um why i say this is from the kind of experience that i've gained is um, see um company secretaries 50% of the jo- job role is to do a procedural activities why do i call it proceduralist assume you get a new notification today that you have to comply once you know you need to comply it becomes part of your checklist it becomes process every year you need to do it every year you need to file uh, oc4 mgt7 these are all part of your routine there is no much of uh, um, you know uh, uh, i would say applying your mind other than knowing what is required to be disclosed once you know what is to be disclosed and why they are expecting this information once you digest it it becomes procedural so it, you know there are two shells what is coming new and what is in the process yeah so keeping this in mind i can say one thing is that you know a lot of regulators are uh, tightening the situations when it comes to regulations you would have seen that in the recent past is that the regulators are though they are giving relaxations in terms of business processes are concerned but in terms of compliance is concerned they are tightening the things so uh, the role of company secretary is um, going to grow to my understanding it will grow but we need to keep two things in mind one is that the information of the law is accessible to everyone today including your bosses wherever you are working is promoter or non promoter based and what you are referring to earlier that book of big book or small book it doesn't matter today because you have a you know uh, email subscription a companies act itself mca has its own you know uh, ebook available and couple of other websites also provide you the complete amended as on today amended the entire section is available correct rules are also available immediately next to it so it's not going to be big deal or big effort for you as a company secretary or as 
See, if you are reporting to a CFO, assume you report to a CFO in a in a listed entity or any other co company for that matter, the CFO would be chartered accountant and he would also be qualified to an extent. Sometimes they are also chartered accountant. Multiple qualification will be there, but their main area is about financial management. So they would they would know that there is an amendment because they also get a intimation. <laughs> you would they, you will also know because you get an intimation. So what's the difference between you and him? You can't go and explain to him because he also knows he can understand this. So, as I said, two points to be kept in mind is the information is available and accessible to all. So, what is important is how cost-effective way we can ensure compliance to it, yet at the same time, see that the company is fully compliant. Second thing is, from the angle of, uh, you asked for a versatility, um, there are different fields which are opening up for company secretaries and some of them even grown to, uh, to become, you know, managing directors of companies because they sit in the board, they get that experience, they get the experience of multiple people, you know, by when they share their experience, that's how we, we get the experience also. Not necessary that you go through the experience. You will learn from somebody, you'll also get to know what it is all about. So that's another thing. So, you know, uh, why I said this is from the angle of um, company secretaries should adopt themselves to the new wave that is coming up. So compliance management, sometimes they are going for an artificial intelligence and some things they are coming out and compliance management tools are coming up. So uh, some people would find some sort of a com uh, complacency or maybe discomfort saying, uh, what is this? We'll have to simply comply with this. We know companies act up. We know this, that. But if you widen your requirement, for example, somebody wants to expertise themselves in foreign exchange management, income tax, some people are there in GST. I know a company secretary who is expert in GST. I know a company secretary who is an advocate today. Um, uh, until 11 p.m. at night, there'll be people who will be lined up to get his advice. And, you know, it's a profession where you can expand yourself. So at point of time you would try and explore a particular territory but sometimes you end up failure that is okay it is it is just a time and effort which has gone but not necessary that you know either uh, uh, sort of say that okay this profession we don't have you know comfort no all i can say is you have multiple uh, fields to take care of for example you ask me um, my interesting area was financial management so even today also I, you know it also earlier. I focus more on financial management. That's my idea. But that's my area. So that's about uh, investments and then uh, uh, basically looking at projections, profitability, business model. These are my interesting areas. So I try to focus on this even after the my job role. My job role may not be acquiring my skills at this moment. But I can keep on polishing my skills to see that whenever I want to come out and do something, I can do on this. This is another thing. And the last point I'm saying is, again, uh, when you ask this question of where the company secretaryship is going to head is that the company secretaries should understand the businesses in which they are employed. If they are practicing company secretary, whoever is their client, they should know their processes in and out. That is when I can become practicing company secretary. Because if you work in an organization, you know what's the process is all about, how difficult it is to implement a particular thing. So, 
we need to learn this as a part of process even if it is a little bit hard it doesn't matter but once we learn you know how to guide so it's just like a doctor you know <laughs> a profession of a doctor mbbs and uh, so since you asked this question of uh, future future is always bright for companies it is that much i can tell provided we understand the business in which we are or to whom we are serving it doesn't matter how many clients we have but we should know the business we should know the financial management we should know taxation aspect or even the companies act aspect is concerned they are more or less regulation of framework you know uh, you have a related party you need to do this why do, why do you have to do this related party because you are taking care of banks finance there is a banks finance involved so you should not dilute it you should not siphon it this is one reason or you have a public money Uh, by way of uh, equity or by way of uh, ncds you need to protect that so that is why you need to have so much of stringent policies and processes you know you need to see that you are protecting somebody else's asset on which you are dependent for this business this is the fundamental so because of these reasons these laws are there what is ultimately important is how far you can go to contribute yourself to the being not only cost center but also towards revenue generation can you help the organization by connecting to your professionals in other entities and see that okay you are in assume you are in um, uh, say uh, manufacturing or precision tools which are used in watches or airplanes and all that so if you have a professional friends who are working in the vendors uh, you know company or you are working in the you know the customers company you know them try to connect them for your organization that will widen your um, you know base one second thing is you are actually helping the management saying there is another way to look at it okay there is another competitor so you are actually not only looking at you are doing your job no doubt about it but connecting with your professional friend getting a client to you or getting a good vendor to you actually helps the promoters to know that okay this guy is not only doing a you know simply a compliance job but is trying to build connect the dots to see that he is truly working for the organization i am talking from employment but when you are in practicing company secretary in fact this process will be multifold you will have uh, you know various types of customers you will have a bakery unit you will have a hotel management you will have you know uh, precision engineering you will have sugar and power industry you name it you will have an industry with you but if you are connected with the company secretaries of those companies or you are fully handling everything try and see that you know how far you can go go one step ahead again you know it's a general principle of management is that go that extra mile as a company secretary if you go the extra mile of understanding the business his requirement and you know somebody who can fulfill that requirement if you can fill that gap they will remember you for a lifetime with the without any expectation see another question here is i connect him i need merko ye chahiye matlab i need to get some billing to be done that is okay it's all your policy and process but connecting them making them business making them profitable they will remember you for lifetime because you help them with their nth hour for example somebody is very crucially requiring you know in the current world of uh, lockdowns in couple of states and all that Uh, you see that some of the businesses will be going down how far you can go in i'm not saying you should keep on looking at it but there is an opportunity for you to look in this way 
that will help the company secretaries to widen their horizon and the promoters or the company owners will start respecting you more because you're working towards connecting the dots which are required for them so he will not go out of you okay i think uh, what you're telling the biggest takeaway is uh, very interesting i think in fact the first guest on our show is telling is know the business and know the processes and if you're ready to go that extra mile you will get lot of opportunities i think that's, that's a really a good learning which we are getting uh, sir uh, we are coming to the fag end of the interview so why i want to ask one question not really about a cs or your journey but related to your industry now in the last 3 4 years we are seeing a huge change in this new age fintech companies coming and there's a lot of talk about the transition of the banking industry as a whole so with this uh, happening what is your take on it really will there be a sea change or is it just another passing phase from my experience i can tell a uh, few points first point is if you see in the, from the last one decade is that any new startup or a new cycle the business cycle has um has come down from back then was you know 10 years 15 years to just a matter of 5 years and 3 years so the business cycle has completely come down to a very short cycle so you see that a particular company who is into you know uh, retail suddenly it will be able to raise so much of money but at the same time in a span of, i don't want to take the name mm. but there is a listed entity which boomed very fast at the same time it came down so what mm. i'm trying to say here is it's not because of governance issues or so but the business cycle is such that you know any new technology any uh, startup which has run today there is another competition so i don't want to take a name there is one fintech company which was raising funds a lot of uh, money now mm. so because my statement will go on a public domain so i don't want to take a name yeah there sure. is com- uh, there is a fintech company which raises huge amount of money and it's it's based on a particular platform and technology and within 3 years or 4 years there is another company another group of youngsters who are coming out with a new technology in a much simpler way the entire process actually shifts to this when i say just yes. to give an example is um how many digital transactions happening today versus a decade ago for example uh, how many of us are using uh, i know uh, upi based other applications i'm just giving an example like gpay yes. phone pay or uh, any other thing and you have also payment gateways also right correct i think this from the angle is the moment the upi came in everybody started connecting with upi upi is again you know sort of a very good invention that has happened for the india and a lot of other countries are trying to replicate this model and we are pioneers we can say so that you know the india is able to convert itself all most of the transactions in digital way especially now in this covid uh, scenario and uh, lockdown scenario yes. you you can go to uh, you know uh, internet and search for you know transactions which are converted into digital from physical so now we are in a phase called as digital yes from that probably we might end up going to a completely digital transformation also why i'm saying this is from the angle of since you asked this question is financial entities coming a lot of fintechs is you have to see from the angle of business cycle business cycle is dependent on technology today if somebody comes with a new technology this fintech is over there is a new fintech coming up so as far as the 
industry financial sector is concerned uh, it will continue to be in the same fashion because of um, they can add up fintech to the process and uh, you know add technology to the processes that's like upgradation it's just like you know you have a um, windows 8 and then windows 10 you keep on upgrading it but the process remains same you would go to the start then click on word and then you type that will not change mm hmm so i'm just giving an example of how this sector would perform other thing in india is about um, majority of the indians have a, a habit of savings so yes. that will not immediately shift though they are youngsters but they do have um, you know a little bit of responsibility when it comes to salaries uh, you know considering this um, Uh, lockdown situation or last year's a little bit of economic slowdown uh, you would see that the savings related behavior will increase mm. it is increasing and it will increase it could be in different platforms i am not saying x or y it could be through sip it could be mutual fund it could be insurance it could be anything it could be savings you never know what it is some portion of will some portion some try to put it in equity and try they want to try their luck there also so equity is not a platform where you need to try your luck it's it's more of again a more research based way of doing things in that yes. so, so when i say this uh, fintechs can only add up to the process it's just like a bogey to the train they can't you know immediately immediately take over the train it's not possible because one is the mentality of uh, the indian uh, as i said the people and the second thing is we are highly regulated uh, entities you know financial sector is a very um, sensitive and a trust we are like we are the trustees of uh, you know the entire economy the entire financial or banking system is a trustees of the entire economy because whatever they need this is what actually helps them out so therefore there will be little bit of uh, here and there um, you know plus or minus is coming up you see that there are a lot of uh, uh, new fintechs coming up but it's all about uh, banks are still growing if you see so <laughs> so that way as i said uh, we can add a bogies to it to become bigger you know train so that's i think the, uh, that yeah. insight is very interesting so fintech companies is more about the technology and uh, not more about the finance because finance is still the traditional sector and like you said it's like a bogie to the train and the finance will also be very strong going for the banks are growing and uh, you also mentioned about how people will start saving more with uh, covid and the lockdown and the change in mentality where we want to save for the rainy day i think these insights is what we do this interview show for because the expert opinion and the way you looked at it is very different uh, because most of the opinions which our viewers would see is more about fintech fintech and it's going to grow in a big way but the angle you brought in was very interesting sir so, so we are I, coming to the yes sorry. sir i'm saying from the angle of not only fintech but i'm saying any startup for that matter you yes. take yes there's a very short cycle correct if they want to make it bigger their business model should be strong enough and they should have a financial backup strong enough otherwise yes. uh, fintechs will i mean you know you would see that startups of course they will generate employment or new uh, technology knowledge and all that but somewhere they end up consolidating with other guys there is no other choice but to um, either swim or to go with another person or tie up with another person 
because yes. ultimately in order to go to, in a, in a, there's a concept called as transformation in a second layer of transformation you need capital and the energy and the resource and your capability to grow to the next level so that survival is very very important so that is where the gap comes into picture and um, i'm not only saying about fintechs but also about any startup for that matter you go and check this is that the business cycles are becoming shorter and shorter hmm. yes sir, that was really interesting so we are coming to the end the, we want to ask you what is your message for all the people who are pursuing this course or someone who is just about starting their career what is your message to them i can say one thing is uh, there is no age bar for this so whenever you start you start uh, good and um, there's lot to learn i am still learning so don't be disheartened that you you saw the dead end of failure because you could not clear i have seen couple of friends of mine who uh, cleared um, 15th attempt 16th attempt and uh, 17th attempts they are all practicing company secretaries in bangalore and uh, today they are all well renowned uh, company secretaries because n number of times they attempted they remember everything in their mind so it's it's in you know, your tip of finger you have every other information available because he have he has studied that subject x number of times so always see that as a blessing in disguise yes uh, hardships are going to be expected and uh, they should be taken in a positive manner to see that uh, you grow further there is nothing called as world called as settled there is no world called as settled um, check with all the millionaires that you have millionaires are they were they are not settled they will keep on growing so how they grow it's another again a business model i can i can take up some other time but uh, you know um, a job a salary based job you can be comfortable comfortable contemplate it is all fine provided you can take care of your future finances but you need to grow grow in the sense from the angle of broaden your knowledge base you would be um, very much interested in music you might be very much interested in sanskrit but whatever you do go deep into it to see that you know everything in sanskrit a to z of it how to interpret things you if you know music you should know everything in the music that you know so go deep into it that's what i'm trying to say is that you got to learn lot of things in that um, field so i can say one thing is there is no word called a settle you have to continuously grow then only it is possible for you to Uh, widen your knowledge base and uh, improve your you know thinking capability widen horizon uh, so that you can you know uh, you can say one thing is that you can live much more comfortable way i think uh, that was a wonderful uh, message one is make sure that you keep growing and keep learning there is nothing called as settled and most importantly which i really liked is that don't worry about failures even if you face them because there is a very bright future lying ahead so that was cs prasanna patil who spent quite some time with us and we really learned a lot right from his experience of being a student of cs course all the way till now being company secretary of a big bank like karnataka bank limited so thanks a lot once again sir for your time we really thank you for sharing your experience thank you pleasure. very much pleasure talking so that was cs prasanna patil for more such episodes of the world of company secretaries make sure that you subscribe to our channel and learn and get inspired from famous company secretaries in india and abroad thank you very much